Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. When you've got the franchise guy, you're supposed to be what? ready to roll. That's and, the and question. Ready. Yeah, it all comes down to Jalen. You're, you're supposed to be because they can get by on defense. They can make that quarterback with whatever you add, and you're supposed to be ready at the, the doorstep of the Super Bowl. I believe that Jalen can return to greatness, and it can happen right away. Like with this new addition, with our new quarterback coach, with our new offensive coordinator, with the teaching that needs to be taking place. Yeah, he can get back to where he needs to be. But, man, we just lost a lot of faith in, in his ability to do that. Well, And right. it looked different this year. Jalen looked different. So much so that he looked, I don't know, like slower and less athletics. It, like, I would love to be able to see the old explosive, like, scares defenses Jalen again before I really, like, know how good yeah. this team is. Yeah. Look, it's complicated. John, I was struck by something you said, because um, I agree with everything you just said there. I was struck by something you said about three minutes ago where you said, like, I'm not ready to do this. I know it was sort of your emotional edge, like, I'm not ready to talk. Are they Super Bowl worthy yet? But that's what Howie yeah. needs to assess in the month of February, because March is when these decisions come. I mean, right. this, whole, this whole thing gets cranked up around March 15th or whatever it is with, you know, start of the new league year. I'm and not guys ready get to signed do this and guys as get a cut. fan. Yeah. Uh, Howie it's his gig. had That's to be job. ready to do this like two months ago, yeah. and he's right in the middle of it, yeah. and he has to do it right. That's to right. Get our team back on the path to, to win it. Hey, our second Twitter poll question of the day. Nice job by both the 76ers and the Flyers last night. Second poll question uh, Which team do you think has a better chance to go further in this year's playoffs? Is it the Flyers or the Sixers? Now, obviously, the MB thing is a, is a huge unknown i mean we know he's out we don't know how long he'll be out for we don't know if he'll be back or not if he does come back how good is he how early does he get to come back and ramp up into shape we just don't know that here's what we do know both teams incredibly are in the exact same spot within their conference they're both fifth in their conference sixers are in the five seed at 32 and 21 five seed right now the flyers are fifth in their conference and third in their division and fifth in their now conference in the nhl is a little different they the division thing top three teams in the division and two wild cards but basically both have the fifth best record in their conference so which team james as of right now which team is a better shot to go farther i think it's the flyers from what we talked about yesterday it's just hockey you know it, it's just they flat out have a better chance because of the sport they play would you pick the flyers if joel was healthy i probably would but but it would be closer for me i would really have to closer. think but i probably yeah. would just because hockey all right let's go to the phones where do you stand on all this it's 94 wip hd1 Philadelphia as we broadcast from the Tasty Cake Studio. Also, those Super Bowl odds that, that James had referenced. We'll, we'll tell you, now that the Super Bowl 58 is done, we'll tell you Super Bowl 59 odds, as James said, where the Eagles uh, slot in and, and how they slot in according to the odds makers in, in relation to the other squads. We'll get to that shortly. Mike is with us right now. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, everybody. How you doing? Doing well, Mike. Good, good, good. 
Joe, I fully agree with you, man. <laughs> I uh, I've already come to peace with the, the birds are. You know, look, they might be a pleasant surprise next year. They might, uh, you know, give us something to root for down the stretch. But I am in no me, no way saying that this team is a legit true contender, especially after what we just saw in the Super Bowl. Like, they're just – they're so far away, and they have so much retooling to do. Um, I think Reddick is gone. Just the way we're – like, we're treating him. We're going through another year of, of just kind of messing with him and not really making him feel that we really want him. And personally, if I'm, if I'm the player – like, now you're telling me to go test the waters out there and then come back to you and say, okay, this is what I could get. I just, I just, it just, doesn't, see, just mm. doesn't feel right. Like, it just doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel like we really prioritize. I mean, honestly, I mean, we shouldn't. We have so many other priorities. We've got to retool an entire defense. Reddick, love him. He's a great player. But whether he's with the team or not the team, it doesn't really completely change the dynamic of the defense. Like, he's, again, he's not that much of a game changer. He's, he's a you know, he's a game, you know, I don't know, alterer, but he's not a game changer. So, Well, he was in 2022. You got to give him – I mean, look, I, I'll say no, this I also. Him. I love him. Yeah, Mike, I think he's a little better than you were saying there. But, um, you know, his numbers were a bit down this year because he had that freaking cast on to start the year, and that definitely affected yeah. him. He's a handsy player. He's not going to beat you with brute force. He's got to get his hands and move, and he's exceptional with technique. And the Patricia move screwed him at the end of the year because yeah, they dropped him in coverage. They were I mean, dropping him more. So he lost point. a lot of stats. Let's put that it that is a way. Good point. And, and again, I just—I mean, I would love for him to stay. I mean, I—I—I I, I, I personally just love the game he brings, but I just don't know how he values him or sees him the same way. And you know, I mean, look, Fangio has also come, also has that philosophy of like probably dropping him back. I mean, I, I'm sure Reddick is. No, it's not too much. Not too much. First off, every linebacker goes back. Fangio at needs to get no. guys who can get to the quarterback yeah, without the having a blitz on. Yeah, so he does fit exactly what every DC needs, and and that's just guys who get there. Mike, give me a big time answer. This is for Creed tickets. A great scene in a movie where they're singing by one of the actors. Listen, you guys have talked about Eddie Murphy before. Eddie Murphy as Randy Watson, the lead singer of Sexual Chocolate, singing the greatest love of all in Coming to America. Wow. So great, that scene. That awesome is a, answer. That's such a good scene. That's a great answer right there. So I still haven't seen Coming to America 2, and I mean... I have I, no desire to see it. Everyone said it stunk. Yeah, that's. Oh. I was going to watch it, and then, you know, it just I lost the verb for it. That's kind of where I was yeah. at some point, but I... I'll just, get to it. It's on my list. I have a list. All right, let's go have to... Have you started watching True Detective yet, Joe? No, but I will. The Jodie Foster season. I mean, you I, should you should watch season one. You should one start and back then come with back one. I did, yeah, no, I think one's I, amazing. No, I, no, 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 no. I either did that or three. Did, did you do the one with Woody Harrelson and Matthew no. McConaughey? Well, that's the best it's one. one. You got to watch I did one. the three, best though. one. You should start with okay. one. One's great, and then go to Jodie Foster. Right, you'll really love it. Have you seen the the pop movie, the pop documentary? I told you to say no. Greatest Land Pop. Okay, yeah, just putting out there to you. It's on the table for you there, John. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Scott and King of Prussia. Hi, Scott. Greetings, team. Good morning. What's up, Scott? Hey, how you doing? So I'm just I'm just wondering whether Jalen is breaking down physically in the same way that we saw Carson Wentz start to break down physically. Um, The fact that he has not gotten knee surgery or we haven't heard anything about it. um, I'm just wondering. Um, and I would like to. Well, I wonder too. You, you know, I wonder that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is weird the way he looked this year, and I think that was more just hey, they they 
told him time and time again every day, protect yourself, protect yourself. It, that has to be the reason he looked a step slower. I, it, it doesn't and, have to be the reason. Well, look, we were told eventually that he was banged up, and then we like retrofitted our memory to say, okay, it makes sense now. I just I need to see Jalen go out there and look the way that he did when he looked dangerous. And it didn't feel like we got that dangerous-looking Jalen this season. And, and it, it was just like a half-step slower. I, I really want to see, and I think we will see, the confident Jalen, the, the, the guy who has faith in, in what the scheme has given him and, and the plays that he has at his disposal. You know, he'll get out there and, and he'll do he'll – do, Jalen 2022 things again, uh, but I need to see. I think it's wishful thinking. That. I need to see that yeah. before, I t- before I say I know for sure that well, it's going to happen. Fair. I'm just telling you, Scott, I, I, have, I have doubts. I think he's been a little beat up here, and it doesn't mean he can't still yeah. be effective, but I think these the, coaches can bring the best out. No, of but he's but Scott's talking a about lot the ex, better than the ex, what has been brought out. We, but Scott's referencing the explosive heard, athleticism, which I, I think is, yes. is a little diminished. 25 years old. We heard. We heard kind of the same argument with Wentz after the injuries that, oh, he's going to return to form, but we never saw it. We never saw him um, return to that athletic, yeah. um, you know, and, and I, I'm concerned. Worse yeah, injuries, too. 25, Carson had worse injuries. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And was older at the time. Yeah. But, Scott, and, and you know, Mike, you know, Mike. runs the ball a lot more. Well, so, and he, and he know, has he yeah. for years. For years yeah. he's run the ball a lot. His whole life. That's right. Yeah. Scott, what do you got on the Phillies? Very, oh, well, I was gonna, I was gonna suggest we we put Reddick on the block and maybe fill a few holes there for the Phillies, you know, like a cross uh, <laughs> cross sport trade, considering yeah. football's over and we can start talking about real sport baseball. But um, yeah, I guess we can't. Do so you want to trade Reddick for a closer? Reddick for a closer? I, not, not necessarily a closer. I, I'm looking for a right-handed outfield platoon bat. I'm still looking for some relief help, but not necessarily a closer. Yeah, Reddick, um, Reddick's too good to trade for a part-time uh, outfielder. Yeah. yeah, I know, but but one's for the Phillies and one's for the <laughs> Eagles. And, Scott, um, give me a know, big answer. Go, I, a scene in a movie with singing going on. All right, I absolutely love this scene. I told James I'm going to play it for you really, oh, really quick. This always gets you yeah. I will find out. I know it always does. Yeah. I, I, you know, my production team is not quite as good as James. Okay. Um, but but I'm working on it. Okay. So, all right, I'm going to cue it up right now. Here we go. Here we go. Live radio. Good morning. Live buddy. radio, folks. Blues Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Scott, we got you. Blues Brothers. All righty. Uh, it is a big scene. Does Scott know like he could play this stuff like on a phone? Well, or just said, ask me. I can play the song. Yeah, that's true. James can look it up yeah. and they can conspire have, beforehand. Yeah, that's, that's, that, that's... All right, speaking of hey, looking things up, go ahead, John. Something that it occurred to me, yes, and, sir. and we need to sort of highlight this. Okay. You have been talking ad nauseum about Jalen being you know, beat up, and, mm-hmm. and I'm saying he can't be beat up. He's yeah. only 25. Uh what about the concept? Like, we, we think about quarterbacks differently than we think about running backs. Mm-hmm. Uh, quarterbacks, I remember they're wearing a different colored jersey yep. and they're being protected. You know, the whistle's blown before they're touched. But these quarterbacks are different. 
That's a jail, a Jalen. That's my point. Is very different yeah. in terms of his experience hit wise. The, the hits accrued, you know, as a kid. Yeah, that's right. Little kid. When when he's played and not for little 10 years. SEC, you're not little. Like SEC, right. he's getting tackled to right. the ground an awful lot in the SEC. That's I, yeah, I think it's easy to dismiss. Hey, when he was ten, he was playing Pop Warner sure. and he was playing quarterback. He got hit twenty five times every game because he was the best athlete. He was carrying the ball. Yeah, I can dismiss that. But yeah, like you're saying, the SEC yeah. different story. You're taking some licks, and no matter how how great they protect you in practice. They can't the same way that they would have. So these quarterbacks, there's a different math. Here's As my, they enter the league, there's right. a different math in terms of biologically the number of hits they have left. That's my point. Here, here's where I'm at. I would estimate. I mean, it's just a guess, guys. But I would tell you Jalen's probably been tackled to the ground a thousand times in his life. And that worries me. Yeah, that worries me because right. most quarterbacks at the age of twenty-five haven't been tackled to the ground a thousand times in their life. How about Mahomes or a Lamar? I mean, Lamar been... was a lot. Mahomes was not. Yeah. But you know, it's like when you run the kind of offense that Jalen Hurts has been involved in now, and and yeah, sure, the Pee Wee thing, the Pop Warner thing. Okay, you know how hard are you getting hit when you're nine and ten and eleven. Okay, but you know, high school's real football. College is real football. SEC is really real football and pro football. Guys, I mean, he's about to enter year five now. So, you know, he's, he's played for, for, you know, three years and a quarter of a year, and he's taken a lot of licks. And he's had some injuries. He's had – what has he had so far? He's had the ankle – Shoulder, ankle, Shoulder, ankle, knee. knee. Shoulder, yeah. ankle, knee that we know of. But so, didn't you yeah. expect to hear that he was going to have off-season surgery? I was kind of so, hoping for it. I kind of – that's why I kind of lean towards John now because I completely expected that. Yep. And when I didn't hear about it, I went, they got in his head. You're the franchise guy now. We're paying you fifty million. No, you know, I don't be agree smarter. because he wasn't fast. He wasn't as fast as he used to be. They might just be going non-surgical. They also, by the way, it's entirely possible he had surgery and they haven't announced it because that stuff does happen That's sometimes. True. So, but my my concern was when he ran, when he actually tried to turn it up, really turn it up. I didn't see the same level of explosion, and I think it dramatically impacted his ability to get around the edge, which I think dramatically impacted the, the way the whole Eagles offense then got bogged down. I, you know, so. All right, 215-592-9494. The Super Bowl odds for Super Bowl 59, what uh, James has alluded to earlier. We're going to get to that, where the Eagles stand within the, the context of the other teams. Uh, all of this stuff, including, uh, well, two formers in Philadelphia sports. we got a reference as well. We'll get to that and more. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie. It is snowing out there on 94 WIP. Let me tell you about the exciting things going on at Lexus of Cherry Hill. New Year, so time for a new ride from Lexus to Cherry Hill. The L-Certified Winter Collection Sales Event is going on now at Lexus of Cherry Hill. Receive special finance rates on select L-Certified Lexus now through February 29th. They've got over 300 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from. And Lexus of Cherry Hill, they've proudly served the Delaware Valley since 1989. They are family-owned and operated. On top of all that, they are veteran-owned. And my friends at Lexus of Cherry Hill are now a six-time J.D. Power Dealer of Excellence recipient for the customer sales experience. Been a customer of theirs for almost a decade. They took Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Great song. Getting a lot of good answers here today. Really are. Hassan Reddick wants more than respect. He wants cold, hard, cash. And he's going to get it from somebody. And my guess is it probably won't be here. Look, I hope they're able to keep him. But I, I, uh, I tend to think he's going to be gone in the next you know, couple months. Good morning, all. Joe DeCameron, John Ritchie, 94 WIP. All right, well, uh, with, with Super Bowl 58 in the books, we'll look ahead to, believe it or not, Super Bowl 59 and what the odds say about the Eagles' chances next year, which I do think ties in to the Reddick situation. Also, Elliot Shore Park, something he said to us yesterday. We'll play that audio related to Reddick. All right, two formers in Philly sports I want to touch on here, just briefly. But... Um, Believe it or not, so remember all those days we'd have Spike Eskin and Howard Eskin on the same day? Oh, yeah, the Eskin day. It was an Eskin and Eskin yeah, day. The law, law firm, firm of yeah. Eskin and Eskin. <laughs> well, today we're going to the law firm of Reddick and Reddick. Oh, really? Yeah, Hassan Reddick and uh, J.J. Reddick. Oh, yes. So let there me, you go. Let me um, go on record as saying I am uh, two big thumbs down for the uh, the uh, J.J. Reddick to the lead crew of ABC, you know, to call the NBA Finals and all that stuff. Look, here's here's you where— You have a problem with, I, with Reddick because you find him smug? Yeah. I think he's I think he's typical NBA entitlement. Mm. And I liked him a lot as a Sixers player. I was a big J.J. Reddick Sixers player fan. But I find him in his media days to be an incredibly irritating human being. Well, that also comes from coming from Duke. Well, that, that might be a part of it. So, <laughs> you know, I just—I uh, just— I'm thumbs down, and I don't know. I mean, I, I'm guessing more people are thumbs up than thumbs down on Reddick, but but count me as a no-go on Reddick. Seltzer Reddick. Oh, big-time thumbs down. Especially, really? and obviously it wasn't an option, but especially compared to Doc. I mean, Doc's so good at it. Like, he is really good at calling those games. Well, especially compared to Van Gundy and Mark Jackson. Yeah, Doc's awesome, man. I was excited to hear No, but Doc. I'm saying, think well, about yeah. where they came from. I know, I know, I know. The last 15 years. And Reddick is, I'm just, I'm right there with you. He's yeah. smug, he's a know-it-all. I just don't enjoy listening to yeah. him. Yeah, and I liked him a ton as a Sixer. All right, let's get to someone I liked a ton as an Eagle until the third year with the Eagles. And uh, now he's a bounce-around guy. A little San Francisco 49ers, a little UCLA action. Ohio State offensive coordinator <laughs> Chip Kelly. All right, guys, in all the years in sports, I will tell you, this is one of the stranger turns I've ever seen. I mean this. John, did you ever, 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 ever think you'd see the day 
where the the head coach of UCLA would resign to become the offensive coordinator at Ohio State and reportedly take a $4 million pay cut. Wow. What in the world? So do we have more information to go on to understand this further? Well, here's I'll give you my instincts. Option one, he irritated people at UCLA, and they were like, we're getting near the end of the chip thing. Even though he was doing like an okay job, nothing great. He might have been irritating chip thing. Option two, I wonder, no inside info, I wonder if sanctions were coming. Can I throw a third option? Because let me just say, sometimes when sanctions are coming, like, all right, I'm out of here. Sure. That could be a thing. And, and, and another option, well, James, give me yours and I'll give you yeah, another Yeah, the sanctions absolutely could be one. I think a yeah. lot of people thought that right away. Yeah. But also, he wants to be an offensive coordinator in the NFL. You I, know, he interviewed for those one. jobs, didn't yeah. get it. It's like, all right, let me go show that I could be an offensive coordinator somewhere instead of being that coach for UCLA. I thought that too. I do. But it was well, even it's coming back. Like, the, the principles of what he did are certainly applicable yeah. in today's game. You know, like, really, he is becoming viable again. Listen, that's fine, but I'll just tell you this. It's still strange because even as a coordinator in the NFL, he's not going to make the money he was making as the head coach of UCLA. He's not. Now, listen, maybe to his credit, he doesn't prioritize the money anymore. He's I also mean, made a maybe. lot of money already, yeah. so, Could yeah. Be. Could be. Maybe he's got – And, look, I've five. also – a lot of co- – a lot of. it seems like a lot of these college coaches really hate the NIL thing, too. You go be offense yes. coordinator, you don't really have to deal with it. you just, you know, football guy. You right. know? That's true. That's right. true. That's, that's a good point, James. Still strange. I mean, it's just – and it doesn't speak well for college football that the guy that was the head coach of UCLA wants to go be a coordinator for Ohio State. I mean, that, that That's is, probably the biggest takeaway, Joe. That, it's a really bad sign for college football. Horrible. Horrible. All right, let's go oh, to Will. And, I mean, oh, it's okay. a bad sign for college football that Nick Saban no longer wants to coach college football. Well, I, that, but that's he was, the but sign of the He's an old. He was old. He was old. Come on. Nick Saban, okay, Andy Reid's old too. Like Andy Reid could continue. He he will win several more Super Bowls, and by my estimation, same with Nick Saban. But the grind grind can be real. He's not being put out to pasture. Look, Bill Walsh stepped away from the Niners when he was younger than – I mean, Dick Vermeil stepped away from the Eagles when he was younger than Saban. Sometimes the grind just eats you up. So NIL. I mean, like, you know, Jim Harbaugh, Nick Saban, the big names, the biggest names. It's a shame. The best coaches that the, the best coaches don't want to do it anymore because it's become all about name and like, not likeness. Well, pretty soon, James Franklin will be the best coach in, in college football, oh my and God. that'll be a sad day for college football. Let's go, folks. I can't stand that guy. Let's get to Will in Northeast Philly. What's up, Will? Hey, how y'all doing, Voltron? Hi, Will. Doing well. Um, I just want to say, man, I I can kind of agree with you, Joe. I've been saying that you know, uh, since the season ended. Because it's not that we're putting a couple of pieces together with this puzzle. We put the whole puzzle back. It's like, you know, we got to rebuild. And basically the season is going to be on rebuilding. Also, the thing with Jalen, I think, that happened with him, all that squatting, he had the good push for the push-push uh, when we needed a yard. But I think it affected his running ability a little bit. Um, also... It's a mental wait, thing. Well, to be wait, clear, Will, the squat was saying... in out of Alabama. That thing you're, you've seen the video of five million times, and that was five years ago. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. He's constantly okay. lifting weights no, I... and squatting and, and trying to keep his legs strong. I thought, I thought that now, was... maybe, maybe he's got to lean up a little bit. Look, I thought Donovan got too big. I mean, I think sometimes when you get bigger, you can lose yeah. some speed and you can lose some flexibility. It's mm. possible. Absolutely. It's possible. That yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's possible. And, and, and one last thing, hopefully – they bring somebody in 
to mentally get these guys together. Because like I said, 90% of football is mental, 10% is physical. That's not yeah, I'm going to disagree with that. Who, who, who taught you that? Who told you it's 90% mental? I mean, that's what our coach taught us. That you, ever run, you, ever run, you ever run into Dick Buckus or Ray Lewis? Position. You ever run into Ray Lewis? I think that's a lot of physical. Hey, I ran into some guy named Baby Huey. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Will, give me yeah, an answer. Like if you played wide receiver, it might have been more like 90% uh, mental. Will, give me a scene in a movie where they're singing by one of the uh, actors or actresses. Okay, I'm going to go Lou Diamond Phillips. Uh Ricky Valens. Uh, La Bamba, yeah. yeah. Good answer right there. That's good stuff, man. He's singing all through that thing. John, I'm standing right now, and let me just do something I don't do enough. I really don't. It's a standing ovation for John Ritchie. Sir, you did something that 99.999% of humans would choose not to do. You intentionally ran straight into Ray Lewis. You oh. said, I'm going to take that <laughs> on. You said, there's there's Junior Seau, here's me. Yeah. I choose to take this on. We would run the other way. We would not enter the field. That's you know how what? much we would run the other and, way. And you know what's crazy? God bless you. I mean that. That's a really amazing thing. Oh, well, I know thanks. it was your job and the whole deal, and you're a little bigger than, the, it was, than, the, than the other humans in the world, but it's still admirable. I'm not going to lie. It was kind of fun, Joe. I mean, it was... <laughs> I, just knowing where you stood, you know, like where, how you match up against those guys. It, yeah. It, man. You know what I love hearing you talk about when you talk about Trot? Because you had him every day in practice. Oh, man. Yeah. And and he was he was so hard to even brother-in-law it with. Like, you had deals as the, the, the you know, the blocker and the blocky. You, you had to make it look good for the coach's purposes. <laughs> really. Yeah. And, and everything's being filmed from multiple angles. But it was so he was so big and so strong. And yeah. then every day after practice, we're out there in that inflatable pool with ice in it. And I have to see him like out there like lounging <laughs> in in his shorts. Like uh, the guy is like a bodybuilder. Like seriously, looking like Lou Ferrigno in the ice tub across from me. Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, no wonder I can't move him. The guy, the guy is three hundred pounds of muscle. Seriously. <laughs> Jeremiah Trotter. It wasn't three, but I get your point. He was big. He was close. I mean, he's, he's he's six foot three, 270 pounds of muscle. Talk about the kind of player they don't have these days with the no, Eagles. No, they don't exist. So A guy I, like that is just rare. Which, which Eagles defend, I, James, which Eagles defenders were you really proud of this year? Wow, that's a tough question. Um, proud Redick. Of. BG because well, sure. he BG, gave him what he could have I thought Milton Williams, I, I, oh, it's not exciting, but Milton Williams. Jalen Carter well, was. Well, Williams played harder. You're, I was proud of him for oh, what he had. I'm not saying he was great. I'm just saying you're trying to think of people who like played above what. I, like, yeah, I, I thought Milton Williams was better yeah. than I expected this year. Yeah, totally. Yeah, One absolutely play, Joe, was. you and I talk about it all the time. Who? Whoever helicopter Dak Prescott. That's the Dak only guy. thing I remember yeah. from this. Was that Keeley? I have no clue. I forget who did that. But I mean for the season. Like. Fletcher Cox gave him a good year, especially sure. for his age. Gave him a good year. But it's a small list. Sweat was a disappointment. Slay and Bradbury were disappointments. I mean, the safeties gave what they can, but they're just no good. Third corners were no good. Obviously, uh, the, the typical third corner, uh, he got injured. Uh, Maddox, he got injured. Not his fault. 
Um, and then when he came back, I was I Jordan just Davis kept thinking like, nothing. wow, is he still injured? Avante, he he didn't play the way I well probably remembered. considering he wasn't yeah. supposed to come back this year. Yeah, he he wasn't able to give us the 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 play that we needed. No. Uh, but that's like sort of par for the course. That was our team last year. We didn't get the play we needed across no. the board. No, let's talk to Mike right now in Maple Shade. Hi, Mike. Morning, morning, Ken. How are you? Doing all right, Mike. All right. Uh, I think the uh, Eagles fans have a unique perspective on uh, the legend that is certainly going to become Andy Reid. Um, how many more wins can this guy get if he coaches till 72? I think maybe 75 more wins. Good. I mean, if Mahomes stays healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where would, where would that put him? I got to look it up. But And Mahomes is going to stay healthy. I mean, you, yeah. you can bet uh, with almost certainty. This guy, he's, well, he's tough as, I don't know about that. Tough as they come. Well, Joe, I do know. There are some guys that well, just call stay any out football there. player okay. almost certainty. Peyton Manning was almost a certainty. Tom Brady was almost a certainty. They, whether they were healthy or not, you never knew. And unless they had an injury that needed to be like surgered, to Peyton fix had it, the next thing they were later, play. right? Late in his career. Yeah, late yeah. in his career. And Tom just yeah. blew his knee out the one time, right? Yeah, that's pretty yep. much it for both of them. Yeah. So I had a couple random thoughts on. Um, you know, Reed, uh, certainly he's come a long way from that uh, Mike Holmgren coaching tree where he was not even a coordinator. He was a quarterback's coach. That's right. Yeah. Uh, pont- pontificating on the uh, virtues of a long snapper uh, with uh, Jeffrey Lurie to bowl him over to become the coach. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, I'm trying to remember who were the other candidates were when they were trying to look for oh. somebody after Ray Rhodes. No was clue. Vermeil? Um, no, Vermeil no. was 95. Oh, was that was the earlier yeah. one. I don't know 99, Mike. That's a good question. I don't know. I have no memory of who else they looked at in 99. Yeah. Now, here's a couple, uh, another perspective that you guys are actually um, involved with. That premise of yours and your segment of the time is yours. How long have you guys been doing that? About six years. All right. Now, that took on a different life with uh, a uh, a smug premise of Andy's when he won the Super Bowl against it. The time is truly ours now. <laughs> so that that is interesting. And the uh, his TV commercials, uh, you know, he comes across, uh, across as a beloved uh, personality, which is so ironic because the press conferences where he just used to shut us down and show us uh, disrespect. So it, uh, you know, did Philadelphia make Andy Reid, or did Andy Reid make Philadelphia? You know, that's a that's an interesting premise. Well, too. he made the Eagles more than the Eagles made him. I mean, they, they, look, the Eagles gave him a job when not everyone in the league would, because look, my recollection is in the '90s, I think there was only two coaches in pro football hired to be a head coach with no prior head coaching experience and not directly from college football that were not coordinators in the pros, and I think it was only he. And it was either Joe Bugle or Art Shell. One was in the late 80s and one was in the early 90s. Very unconventional. Yep. Very. And by the way, not an in-season interim guy. Very unconventional to hire a quarterback's coach to be a head coach. Joe Bugle. And, yeah, yeah. And listen, I mean, Laurie nailed it. But Reed brought something in that is still the template of how they run their organization. It's what they do. Mike, give me an answer here. Best scene was singing in a movie. Okay, so one of my favorite comedies. You would never think it, that it would uh, go to a uh, to a musical scene in this movie. Gene Wilder and uh, Peter Boyle, and, and you alluded to it, John Ritchie, uh, putting on the Ritz uh, and Young Frankenstein. All right, Mike. 
Appreciate that. A lot of young Frankenstein references. <laughs> when it's he said Gene movie. Wilder, I was thinking he was going to go, is it Charlie and the Chocolate Factory or Willy Wonka? Mm. I believe it's Charlie and the Chocolate That one is Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I think the Seven new one's called Willy Wonka. It's annoying. They, they changed mm-hmm. the name. It is annoying. Hmm. I didn't think about that. Yeah. But you're right. It's confusing. The book is Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And the movie's Willy Wonka and the Chocolate I Factory? I don't know what the movie the is. Seven, so the 70s movie and the recent movie might be different. I don't know. Yeah. The whole thing's kind of weird. All right. I have in, in front of me here where Andy Reid is ranking and wins. He's up there, man. Holy mackerel. He's got a shot for number one, John. Shula, 347. Belichick, 333. Hallis, 324. This is the part of the show where I remind you that I spilled a beer on George Hallis's great nephew a couple months ago at a Fairfield Drexel game here in Philly. Great nephew. A was that full what it was? drink? I don't know. I bumped into the guy and it went on his shirt and his tie. And Ooh. I just met him. He's George Hallis's relative. And I'm like, oh, I'm a, I'm a klutz. All right. 347, 333, 324. Andrew Reed, 284. Guys, he's got a shot. If Belichick is done, and he might be, Reed's got a shot to go from 284 to 347. I mean, guys, that's – help me out here. 63. He can do that 13, 17 games a year. He could do that in like – he could do that in like five years. Patrick Mahomes? Yeah. Andy Reed could be number one. Yeah. And I believe postseason I wins also – probably will be. And postseason wins count also. Separate. I believe. Uh, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure. I think it's the one league that counts postseason wins for overall win total, I think. But anyway, we can look that up. Point is, he is. He you is, said 63. Yeah. We're six, talking about 63 games for a 65 year old man. Yeah. Who, uh, number his one. Quarterback is 28, I believe. Man, it's some. And listen, 78 what it used to be. I don't know why they the league's devaluing this Carroll. for another decade. He could do it for 15 years if he wanted to. Wow. If he stays yeah. healthy. No, I, are we talking about Andy or are we talking about Patrick well, Mahomes? Well, I was talking about Andy. Yeah, Andy, jeez. I mean, 65 years old right now. I'm just telling you, there's 75 some... 75 sp- sounds but like you're really pushing, you're the, pushing the bounds of reality. Look, there are not spry 80-year-olds and there yeah. are spry 80-year-olds. Yeah. So it depends which type you are. I, I don't, you know, we'll see. Time will tell. 215 Normally it's harder to be a spry 80-year-old when you're like a six foot four guy <laughs> who's, you know, Big see, by that's nature, all? like Andy Reid. He's yeah. 6'4"? Six, 6'3", four? Six, six, four. Yeah, he's, he's tall. He's a big dude. Yeah. Well, I know he's a big dude. I didn't realize he's that tall. I think he's shrunk a lot. When I looked at him standing next to Patrick Mahomes, yeah. I couldn't believe how much taller Mahomes was than Andy if Andy is as tall as he was when he was an eagle. Wow. Because, man, Mahomes, Mahomes looked like he was seven feet tall compared to the old Andy, who really was like a yeah. solid 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, Maybe the shrinking has begun. Yeah. Uh, 215-592-9494 to weigh in on all this, including the Reddick situation. Today's Twitter poll question of the day brought to us by Armin Chevrolet. It's truck season at Armin. Available uh, 2.9% financing for up to 72 months on all new light-duty Armin Silverado's Together, let's drive to ArminChevy.com, ArminChevy.com. First question we have today, do you think the Eagles will trade Hassan Reddick during the offseason, yes or no? Second question, and of course we're asking you on the phone line today, what do you think will happen? What do you think should happen? What should the strategy behind this whole thing be for the Eagles and for Reddick? I mean, Reddick's got to form his strategy. Eagles got to form their strategy. Where do you think all that goes? Second poll question today, which team has a better chance to go further in this year's playoffs? Is it the Flyers, who currently have the fifth best record in their conference? We're the 76ers, who currently have the fifth-best record in their conference. 
You can vote on both questions at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. Coming up in one minute, something that um, Elliot Shore Park said to us. We'll get to that coming up. Sure, matter of fact, let's go to the phone lines and we'll get to Elliot in a little bit. Let's get to let's go to Jack right now. Yo, Jack. 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 He's, He's not a, a Lego maniac. He ain't, this this Jack ain't. All right, let's go to Justin. Hello, Justin. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. Hi, Justin. Good, good. good. Um, I just want to say, can't hear you, Justin. Can't hear you. You can't. You, got, you can't hear. Got to talk like now? into the phone. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Can you hear me? Oh, yes. okay. Uh, I think uh, Hassan Reddick will be back. Um, uh, he'll try to go find a trade partner, but um, how he knows that. Um, Hassan Reddick uh, can't find a team that's willing to give him what he wants. And uh, I think he'll come back and he'll just do like a, a team friendly deal. Look, you could be uh, right, you could be right, but I tend to think you won't be. I mean, I, look. Yeah. Well, if he comes back, he's under a deal, like for the Eagles. I, I just can't imagine, Justin, that other teams won't want to take his, his, his what he can offer. Like, he's cheap by. Well, by, no, no, by no, 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 no. This isn't a cheap thing. This is. He's only going to get traded if he gets a new deal, and the other team's got to say, we'll give you $75 million, we'll give you $100 million. That's the only way he's going to get traded. All right. Well, he wants to go play. I, there are other teams who want his services. I agree. He's going to He's going to go where the money is The Lions have like $60 ultimately. million in cap room. Justin, I, I, I'll be surprised if he doesn't find what he's looking for or near what he's looking for, and he goes and takes it. I'll be surprised. Yeah, so they value the Eagles value uh, offense anyway. Um, they still got to pay Devontae. They still got to pay Dallas. Yeah, um, but they don't want to well, have nobody a, on that's defense. That's another thing we haven't even talked about the Devontae deal. Well, that's a whole that's a whole other yeah. matter. Yeah. And and the last time the Eagles um, gave money to a defensive player was Fletcher Cox in 2016. They gave him that 100 million dollar extension, and that's only because he's friends with Jeffrey Lurie. So no, that's not um, the reason. Uh, he, he was in his prime. <laughs> he was a great player. Justin, give me yeah. give me an answer here. And he's not the only player they've signed. Uh, a great okay. scene in a movie with singing going on. I'll say uh, Michael Madsen and uh, Reservoir Dogs. Wow. All right, so is he singing? I don't think he is. Is he? I don't. If he does, he only does it a little it's, bit. It's almost like he's yeah, just lip maybe. I think he might be um, like uh, uh, humming maybe at a certain point. He's not singing. It's, it's he's the not. only guy in the room, right? Other than the other guy, right? The guy with the ear and him. The other yes. guy is definitely just there, that. yeah. Guy had two ears until he had, until he met Michael Madsen. Until he had one ear, and then Michael Madsen had three. True. Then Michael Madsen had three. That's exactly <laughs> right. All right, coming up in one minute. What Elliot Shore Park said to us yesterday about the Hassan Reddick situation. Interesting stuff. That's up ahead in one minute's time. Let's talk about my friends at Mount Holly Nissan. Tina Wright, the owner of Mount Holly Nissan, has a motto: Give the customers the right deal at the right price. Like right now, you can lease a twenty a new twenty four. Nissan Center for only $259 a month. It's a great deal. New Nissans are arriving daily, and they have a great selection of new and pre-owned Nissans to choose from. Minutes from all bridges, Mount Holly Nissan is the right dealership for you. Stop in or visit online at mthollynissan.com. That's mthollynissan.com. For all these deals, please see dealer for details. All right, Joe to Cameron John Ritchie on this snowy uh, Tuesday morning. Be, Be careful if you have to go out there today because... Obviously, the uh, the roads are going to take you longer to drive on, and you don't want to slip and slide and all that good stuff. Stay, st- uh, stay safe. All right, let's listen to what Elliot said. But said, but prior to that, James, let's play Ian Rappaport from over the weekend, just to frame for everyone, you know, where this started from. Um, and not that it's a surprise. This this report did not surprise me. 
Here's Ian Rappaport over the weekend about Hassan Reddick. Speaking of the Eagles, a little more Eagles news. Sources say their star pass rusher, Hassan Reddick, has received permission to seek a trade. The Eagles, of course, acquired him in free agency, double-digit sacks. Both of the last two years, a pro been one of the best players off the edge, wants to get paid again. Do not be surprised if he gets paid Elsewhere, a potential big-time addition somewhere in the NFL. All right, so when we had Elliot on yesterday, you know, we asked him about this, and obviously finances are a huge part of it and probably the biggest part of it, but we also got to, is there is there more to it with his frustration? Here's what Elliot said. I mean, he just seems like a great guy, great guy. But is he down on the franchise, and do you think that sets in motion some of this? I think he was very frustrated at the end of the season. I mean, he barely talked to, to reporters. He was barely in the locker room. Uh, when he did talk, you know, I think just reading his body language and being there, he didn't come across as someone that was super excited about the defensive coordinator position uh, or, you know, how that was handled. I don't think he was alone in that. Like, I don't think that's exclusive to Hassan Reddick. Right. I think a lot of defensive players didn't like the switch and especially how it ended up playing out. But, you know, I think his frustration – is probably, you know, on a greater scale, he probably feels like he's always been undervalued by the league. Like, even when the Eagles signed him as a free agent, he was coming off at the time back-to-back double-digit sack seasons. Like, if a guy his age hits the free agency market with that kind of resume, you would think he's getting almost borderline quarterback money, if not, like, close to it. And he didn't get that. The Eagles got him on a cheap deal. And then he had 16 or, you know, 19 sacks or whatever it was, and they still wouldn't give him a new deal. And then he had double-digit sacks again. And now it looks like there's still some hard negotiating going on with the money. Yeah, you think about it. It's been four years in a row for Reddick, double-digit sacks. He doesn't get injured that much. He had the thing early, but played through it, got better as the season went on once that cast came off. We continued on with Elliot talking about, well, what what happened last offseason? Everyone that didn't want him to hold out last year, because we talked about him. We're like, yeah. no, you have to report. Like, this is the result of that. You yeah. know, if, if he would have held out last year, and who knows how it plays out, but if he would have made it ugly last year, this is probably a, a problem that's solved last year. Now, maybe he's not on the team, yeah. but it certainly isn't a problem we're dealing with right now. Well, it's part of why they, the, the Eagles, they know that they have some advantage because he loves this city. He loves playing here. Like, they've got yeah, some I, leverage I don't in that know respect, about don't that. they? I'm, sh- I'm sure he loves playing here, and obviously he's from here and all those things. And I don't blame him for this. If I'm Hassan, like, I'll go play wherever if totally. it's the most money. But the last – like, <laughs> I, I get it. But last year he didn't. You know, last year you, you saw examples around the league where other guys were jerks and they got paid for it. He wasn't a jerk and he's paying for it now. I agree. Uh, that was probably a mistake. <laughs> Elliot cut right to the – it was probably a mistake. It was It was absolutely a mistake. He was coming off an 18-half sack season where he made noise in the playoffs and all that. Yeah. Like. He absolutely should have. And here's where, to me, the metric changes dramatically. Now, maybe people disagree with me, and that's fine. But last year, I could see a scenario where both the fan base and the front office and the coaching staff would be like, all right, we got to give them more than we want to give them because we have a Super Bowl-worthy, ready-to-go team right now. So let's pay them big time right now. We can't lose him. Can't lose him. him. Can't lose him. And now it's like, all right, team's not what we thought it was, probably won't be again in 2024. Great. And so let's start the process of turning this roster over. And Hassan Reddick is someone you can get something for. Let's go get an extra second-round draft yep. pick, and let's go attack the future that way. It's a We're already deal. paying the other guy across from him, the edge guy, uh, and he's three years younger. Uh, you know, we've given him the team-friendly deal. And it didn't work. Right, so Hassan. here's the thing where it does get interesting, though. Maybe you disagree with that assessment or outlook for the 2024 
24 Eagles that I just put forth. Because as James pointed out earlier, it's not like the Eagles are buried for the Super Bowl odds. Let's look at this here. So I have in front of me the updated Super Bowl odds. There are seven teams in front of the Eagles for Super Bowl 59. Imagine that. We're up to LIX. Super Bowl 59 next February. Ooh. Um, Licks. Licks. That's crazy. Super Bowl Licks. Not touching it. Let's let's go to let's all right. All right. I have in front of me those seven teams. Man. Let's go around let's go around the horn. It's a bad it's a bad show on ESPN. Around the horn. First pick, who gets it? So, so I, I need you to have some kind of device in there that chooses first pick. I get what I are we picking? something out. Because like that. you're gonna start picking teams. All right, uh Seltzer, who gets the first pick? Just name it. Richie gets it. Fine. Richie. And then we're going clockwise. John Richie, first pick. You gotta give me the seven teams in front of the Eagles. One you get one, then Rhea, then James. Go ahead. Seven teams with better odds to win the Super Bowl than the Eagles. Give me one. The 49ers. Of course. The 49ers are in the second spot at 6-1. to one. Rhea, who do you got? Detroit. Detroit is in the third spot at 7. I'm stunned. I can't. I get the Chiefs you in the third the pick. I got it. Chiefs, yeah. All right, so Chiefs 5-1, to one, Niners 6-1, to one, Lions 7-1. to one. John, there's four other teams with better odds than the Eagles. Who do you got? The Ravens. Correct. 12-1. to one. Rhea? Bills? Correct. In that order. Ravens, then the Bills. 12-1, 14-1. James, two teams left. Both at sixteen to one, which is in front of the Eagles at eighteen to one. So there are two teams left. You said mm-hmm. okay. Um, I will go with the Bengals. That's one of them. You guys are doing well here. Six for six so far. John Rich, you can make it a clean oh, I seven. Thinking, man, I've lost track of who we've picked. Uh, you've picked the <laughs> Chiefs, the Niners, the Lions, the Ravens, the Bills, the Bengals, and there is one more team with better odds mm. than the Eagles. Yeah. yeah I- just blanking. Okay. I really don't know. Rhea for the steal. Is it what they always do? They always put this team up there. It is even not th- that team. Oh, okay. All right, then I'm going to go for a, a dark horse. Packers. That's correct. Whoa! Well done. That would have been my guess, too. For you, are, you are almost as good as. Yeah! That's right. That's right. I'm two for two on that job this morning. I like it. So, pack, <laughs> Packers. So That's here's impressive that uh, that they get more credit than the uh, Dallas tied. Cowboys. Tied. So here's here's who's eighteen to oh. one: Cowboys, Eagles, Dolphins. I think the Eagles are overvalued. I agree. I I, I don't I like, I don't feel they're that good. I mean, they have no defense. <laughs> they have a coach that I think it, like Jeez. barely survived. They. They don't have, in my opinion, as many good young players as you'd want to have. Like, we're back to that a little bit. They're not devoid of young players. Jalen Carter should be better next year. Jordan Davis, I'm shaking on. Nolan Smith, I'm shaking on. But the point is, we've got the franchise quarterback. He just had a bad year. Do they? It didn't make him a bad quarterback. Well, we'll say. I mean, you know my, my prediction. When this season ended, I told you I don't think Jalen will be the starting quarterback in 2026. I hope I'm wrong in that I hope he proves worthy of We've got a holding lot it to learn just like he's got a lot to learn we'll say we got yeah we have a lot to see we've got co- to collect information can i just to know the answer to this can I give all the batters a little tip out there just just bet the chiefs okay 100% just every year whether it's 5 to yeah. 1 6 to 1 whatever just bet the chiefs every year like, and you're going to win more often than yeah, not yeah they're going to win every 2 to 3 years so just bet the chiefs and then you'd be you'd be a winner it's not that hard George in North Wilmington, he's been around life long enough to know that simple thing. Good morning, George. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Rhea. Good morning, John. Morning. Hola, George. How are we? Super. Listen, I already miss football. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I do know. 
But look, we got we got it's two, still here. George, we got two winter teams that are gonna make the playoffs. We've yeah, got what's playing, gonna be a fascinating Eagles offseason. Fascinating. Yeah. And we've got a Philly season where the hopes are higher than they've been any year, probably since twenty eleven. So there's a lot to embrace. Well, yeah, I'm I'm geared up for that. But like, you know, I, the game ended. Um, I watched it on the NFL Channel last night again, and that's the last I'll watch it. But like, wow, it's over, you know. Yeah. Anyway, well, then why Joe, is it the last they... you'll watch it? Go back and watch it again. Cause that's well, weird. Because that's that's weird. Oh yeah, there's so the guy who watches everything there. 17 times. Who? Joe, the oh. camera. Because oh. it's weird to watch. Like a game again when you watch well, everything I've 17 it. times? Look, I've watched Georgetown Villanova 85. I mean, it's got to be 50 to 75 times. Wow. No. Easy. Oh, Easy. Really? I've watched Super Bowl 52 that many times at least. How I, many? 50-ish. I don't know. I you always really put, have? Yeah, well, I always put it on my second TV when there aren't like games that I'm interested in watching. I just go to Super Bowl 52. It's my go-to wow. second Do TV thing. Do you really? Yeah, all the time. 50? Probably. In six know, years. in that range, yeah. Wow. Maybe wow. more. I don't know. I, I watch it not all the time, attention. dude. That is a wow. No, I... I I pay attention. I agree with John, though. That's only Uh, uh, background noise. That's background noise. I don't know if that qualifies as watching. But I I know in James' case, what he probably does is it is background, and then you see, you're like, I remember this drive, and then you're sucked in for like the next 10 minutes, right? Oh, yeah. You pay attention a lot more than you think you would. James, when's the last time you cried over the Eagles winning the Super Bowl? Oh, I don't Years, right? Since it happened. Probably won't happen again, right? No. Yeah, I agree. All right, George, I'm wait, sorry. Wait, wait, you asked that like you've uh, had some moments. No, I haven't cried. It meant before. everything to me. No. Let's go to the phones. Eight, 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 eight. I'm sorry to cry. I'm no. just very emotional. I mean, I could see maybe Honest. a 10-year ten ten anniversary, maybe I would. Come on, They really? bring Carson out there, and then I remember it all turns into, you know, George, you know what it turned into. Carson Wentz is horrible. <laughs> George, you're going to give Carson the standing out. First of all, George, you're a wise man. Not as wise as Obi-Wan, but wise nonetheless. Will Carson... Hold on, I'm as old as Obi-Wan. Yeah, but you Obi-Wan didn't... Obi-Wan was like, uh, he was real old. He was very old. I mean, like hundreds of years. George, is Carson going to show up in four years for the 10-year anniversary? <laughs> <laughs> Not no. if I can help it. <laughs> I think he will. All right, George, we keep cutting you off. What are, you, what are you calling in about? Go ahead. Well, first off, I wanted to ask you, Joe, who are you going to seek out to be your running mate when you run for president? Because when you came back from a break a few minutes ago, it was – Soon to be president, yeah. you know. I didn't. I didn't cool. authorize that, by the way. Um, but, but who are you looking at? Well, I, I'm not looking at anybody yet. I mean, 2044 and 2048 are still 20 to 24 years from now. Got to so. figure out who's going to help you win the election, right? I mean, you well, that's that the, more, the George. The more important thing, let's be crystal clear, is not who's going to be my vice president. It's who's going to run my campaign and actually push me over the finish line to win. That's what I care about. Joe needs to find someone who actually knows what they're doing and has <laughs> billions of dollars to spend on his behalf. It'll be a social well, media have, campaign. Do you have a list of three or four people? Because you got to start now. For so if I if I do, I wouldn't tell you their names because I don't want anyone else to steal them. No, he doesn't. Well, nobody's listening but me. Come on. <laughs> I'll tell you off the air, George. <laughs> okay. Uh, the second thing I wanted to mention is um, I wanted to – congratulate coach Sirianni because he was honored over the weekend in the afternoon of the Super Bowl. He was the coach on puppy bowl of the NFC portion when they said, let's go to coach Nick Furriami. They were referring to the furry animals. When I heard that, I was like, whoever thought this up is needs to be. Is this true? I don't know this. Is this true? true? Yeah. 
I thought this was going to yeah, be sarcasm. Wait, they called him Furiani? Yeah, Nick Furiani. It's a made-up thing. Yeah, it's puppy. And where was this? So this he's become, puppy bowl. So he's become it's a punchline is what you're saying. Well, no, puppy bowl is like, for, it's, I mean, it's taking I think a it's shot. just, no, I think it was just like a joke is the idea. Like that, it, it was like, I, well, I'm aware it's a joke. It's a, it, they probably picked names that they could, that made the best, like. Yeah, uh, but they didn't take Andy Reid. They might have. No, 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 you, you take yeah, someone who's down. Did they make Bill. name around. Barkachek. I just, did they? George, I need an answer. Singing in a movie, a great scene. What do you have? Well, I was thinking of Rodney Dangerfield, Twist and Shout on Back to School. I think George is all wrong there, right? He's not doing Twist and Shout on Back to School. He's singing on the golf course when the uh, the, the, the Journey song comes on. No. Any way you want it, right? Shout. He does? I think so. Like Twist and Shout? Yeah. I don't remember that at all. In Caddyshack, you said? No, no. No, in, in oh, Back to oh, School. Oh, my fault, my fault, my fault, my fault. Okay, yeah, that, that could be. I don't remember that scene, but I was thinking Caddyshack. Okay. And that is, is it every, any way you want it? Is that what he's singing up on the uh, on the golf course in Caddyshack? And he just, the golf bag starts With playing music. With his bag, playing music. Yeah. I don't remember what song it is. One of those type of things. All right. He, he did do the music video for Twist and Shout. All right, good for him. So. I, I, did, I don't remember that scene. All right, no, coming up here, a couple things. First off, Kelsey, another comment about maybe I'm going to retire, maybe I won't. What he said. We're going to get to that. I'm talking about Jason Kelsey. Also, an incredible and sad fact, actually, from the world of sports. We'll get to that as well. Uh, Time's yours. Time's yours today at 945. Get the calls in on the Time's yours line. I want to hear what you're doing if you're you're home. What are you going to do today while you're home? You you got snow. You're going to listen to a lot of WIP. Kids, you're not. Kids, you're not normally allowed to call WIP. I mean, that was Tom Baby's rule 35 years ago. No 18 and under. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 